All right, fourth try is a charm. Um, welcome back to the Clan Corner. This is our 10th episode. Today we're going to change it up a little bit. Today we got uh, Fern and we also got Jeremy. We're going to change it up in how we talk today because we're going to be talking about a multitude of games, not just Destiny. Uh, Destiny's a little dry right now. I'm pretty sure the whole entire community knows that. And we're going to talk about a little bit of the new Ragnarok game that came out, God of War. We're going to talk about, Fern's going to talk about some Apex. And I'm going to um, talk about some COD. Jeremy can too. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a little different today. We're going to go into depth on other games until um, hopefully this community event comes out next week. We're still going to talk about Destiny for some, like, some of the podcasts, but we're just letting everyone know that it's going to be a little bit different podcast. So who would like to go first about a certain game? Anyone? Not, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the big one in the room. That's one that's technically, um, that's probably dropping all the numbers in Destiny where everybody was like, thumbnailing like oh my god destiny's dying it's like nah it's uh end of the it's the end of the season beginning of the holiday season and um it is right on the cusp before the new season drops before um the final season of this year for life fall and then the numbers are gonna get back up again and it's, it's just the cycles everybody's like noticing it's down right now um but the big one right now i'm pretty sure is taking everybody away from destiny right now is cod because all I'm hearing is good things from it. But, like, I haven't played it, so I think you should start big. So, Call of Duty, I am te technically actually playing it right now. I am um, on my ninth gold weapon. I've been playing, like, switching off between Call of Duty and between Destiny. Tonight I'm actually going to be uh, streaming some uh, um, God of War Ragnarok. I'm going to be doing the hardest mode that's available for the game. Um, but overall... Um, Call of Duty, I think it's a good game in the way of how the gameplay is, but on the other hand, the UI, like the, um, all that stuff with it is, it's mediocre, it can be better, which they're going to fix in season one, hopefully, and they did say they are going to fix it, so we're all hoping for it, but we're hoping for the fix that everyone wants to see, not a fix that Infinity Ward does, because you know how people say, like, developers say you're going to fix something, and it's like, comes out the way no one wants it, they put it the way that, like... They think they would, but they don't listen to the community. They have been really listening to the community for this game, and I feel like it's going to be a good outcome for us, which will be good. But um, overall, this game, I like the gameplay. I like how it is very customizable in your... Um, I'm a controller player. It's very customizable in how I could use... I grew up playing Black Ops. Um, that's, what, that's the Call of Duties I played. The original Black Ops, I played some... Uh, I played the original Modern Warfares, um, but I liked how they made it so you can have the Black Ops aim assist, because I am a controller player, aim assist is a thing, everyone knows that. Um, we're not going to, I don't even want to get into the conversation about aim assist, we're not going to get into that tonight. Um, but Black Ops aim assist is in the game if you go into advanced settings, and I really love that because it brings that nostalgia back of the aim assist that was in Black Ops 2. Um, and overall, I just think that was a good idea that for them to do because everyone that like is playing this again is most majority I would say is coming back from not playing for five plus years. At least all my friends that are playing right now in college are all playing um, that haven't played Call of Duty in the last five years, and I am on that train too. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get it just to get it. I actually game shared it. Like I said, I was gonna like uh, try it out, and I tried it out, and I like it. And I am happy with it. It's a filler right now for Destiny since uh, Destiny's a little bit drier. But um, I'm overall liking it. And I hope to see a lot more 
good things come out. When Warzone 2 actually drops too, that's going to be a good one for the game. But um, that's just my feeling on COD, and I feel like uh, they could progress a little bit more. But overall, it's a good good game. Maps are a little mediocre. They could be better. Uh, I know they are bringing back Shipment and Shoot House. That is coming back on the uh, drop of um, Season 1 and Warzone 2. So that's going to be a good call for them. Everyone's going to like that. Hopefully they take out Turok in the um, one bridge map with all the cars. No one likes that map. I honestly sometimes back out of games when I get that map because it's just I... If you throw one drill charge, it explodes five cars. And I don't like dying to the cars. It's annoying. But um, <laughs> overall, that's that about um, the new COD. Fern, would you like to talk about Apex? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna talk about car. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. Like, but the thing is, like, in the end of the day, like, I'm, um, if I, I was, I'm thinking about getting the game for my brother and me, mainly because of, um, it's not just like the regular Call of Duty experience anymore. It feels like they said it's a lot of a lot of the people I tend to go to watch like reviews for the game. They basically said everything you said right now, but plus more. Like they're they're excited for the Call of Duty. Um, um, Warzone 2 was going to come out, but they're excited. Um, there's apparently like um, there's our there's co-op spec off missions. Yes. We have to be all. Yes. Um, those missions themselves basically would basically would have sold me the game if I knew they were in there. Um, and I wasn't playing Destiny. Um, because those are my favorite things to do with my brothers because they're better at it than me, and I'm usually the guy who's just like is really good at making a plan. That's it. <laughs> um, but they said they're going to add more missions on there. They're going to tweak and the only gripes that everybody has is like all the modes that have AI. The AI are like uh like stormtrooper chickens, like with their heads cut off. Like there's no there's no challenge in fighting them, so it's just basically just cannon fodder for you until you find a player. Yeah. Um but like if but since they've made it so it's actually stable unlike other games I'm not gonna talk about, um, that just leaves them with a lot of room to uh improve and just make better. And that's and if it caught my attention that bad, that means it's, they're doing something right. And um, yeah, um, so I'm I'm hearing a lot of good things. And if it's a and this is actually seems like a live service game that may actually compete with Destiny moving forward. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it's uh that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to find a format that's going to be like nice. Um, another one would be like Apex, and that's where he's sending it to me because I usually play that. Um, I got our clan leader um, in, into playing ranked on Apex, and um, that's a different beast. If you guys already know, if you guys are there, you know, you know. <laughs> but it's a the best way I describe it is that um, it's a it's a battle royale like every other one, but it's, I think it's one that has staying power mainly because it's it they do one thing that no other battle royale does. They try to keep every they try to keep everything fresh by keeping it balance that's the best way i can say it they do introduce new it is the most balanced game that's out there yeah um they like stuff they tweak it very they tweak it very quickly but like if you're in there on the ground floor half um you never know when a new character comes in or when a new map comes in you never know if you, what's gonna be broken so you'll be ready you're gonna be there ready to like basically uh, either abuse it or feel it out I missed last season because of a lot of life things, but this season looks really fun. The new character Catalyst is very f- is uh, has a lot of utility, and she's very good. She can reinforce. So, so there's doors that you can kick open, and they basically block. They're basically bulletproof. Um, <clears throat> she can reinforce those doors and make them only your doors, 
or sh- and if or if the doors get blown off by like a grenade or like someone kicked them out to get inside, she can also she can actually put another basically build a wall there, like put a door there for only you and your buddies. That's actually that's um, pretty that's, sweet. Yeah, it's a, it's a very powerful ability, especially end game when you're trying to control a building to get the to basically get the um have the most advantage to be able to heal up safely and poke at enemies and stay alive. Um, her other ones is that she has like a little like um, oh, I call it basically uh, spike strips. Um, or she basically drops like a puddle of a puddle of sludge on the ground. But if someone walks over it, it come it spikes them in the foot, slowing them down and doing 15 damage. And if they don't get out of it, it can actually down them. Or if they're weak, they can it can down them. Things like that. It's um in the middle of a fight. It's very um. It's very if they place them smartly. It's very they can catch you off guard. Like if they put them in corners where you want to like take cover, or if like you're chasing them and they just throw them at the doors every every time. Um, they do a really good at telling them who how close they are behind you and where you're at and things like that. And her ultimate is basically she builds a she makes a shroud um, in a straight line. It's the best way I can say it. I've um, it's like hmm. if you ever watch Valorant games where they have those abilities that just go, sh- that become a wall and go straight through the walls. Oh um, yeah. It's it looks like that. The only problem is it doesn't do that. It basically goes up like a wall, but it doesn't go through other objects in the map. So if you, if for example you, uh, just throw it up immediately and it it goes two feet ahead of you and hits a, a box like a shipping container in front of you, it's only going to block up into that shipping container. Um, hmm. And it doesn't go over things; it goes under them. So if you, so, if you do it underneath like a bridge, then it'll, it'll go up to the top of the bridge, like up to the ceiling, and they'll stay there and go as far as it can. Can and they'll if it goes and like it meets a lip, it'll go up over the lip uh, and build upwards. But it doesn't climb over things. Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, this looks like that ability," and then they they use it like they can put it through walls, and it doesn't work that way. But uh, the main draw to it is that, uh, for example, if you're trying to get a, the, the new map, oh my god, there's actually a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it right now. Like, wow. <laughs> um, the new, so most of the maps have certain areas that have large, large line of sight, and a lot of maximum, marksman weapons have been buffed in the game to be very, very lethal. Like, uh, if you have a, um, the dropping skull piercer rounds, basically what that does is it turns any headshot to a to particular weapons to they do more damage and and the weapons that they affect is like is a sniper rifle a a marksman rifle and a basically they their their version of hand cannon the wingman now the 30 um the 33 repeater marksman rifle can get the skull rounds and a lot of people have been picking it up because for some reason it's feeling really good lately everybody has their it's like Dead Man's Tale for all you Destiny players, um, but inside that game. <clears throat> and it's a, oh. um, and since the the new map is basically it has a lot of verticality and it has a lot of like clear sight lines, um, the the major draw with Catalyst's ability to make that shroud in a straight line is that it's it goes pretty far. And it makes it so it cut, cuts line of sight, so they can still shoot through it, but they don't see you. So they'll basically, be, so if they can't, if they're not really good at guessing your movement, then they'll just be wasting ammo while you get to move where you want to go and heal up or things like that. And so we've we've been having a lot of fun with her. Um, we start I started the rank grind again because last season I didn't play. 
and this season I'm playing a lot, and I'm already, you know, I'm very happy with it. It makes me, um, ha- it gives me, the best way I describe it to my brother is that it gives me that, um, that multiplayer, competitive multiplayer game, um, where it's a lot of, uh, once you learn how the map works and how the, how to, like, base, so, all the characters, you don't have to learn all the characters. What you have to, what the the biggest thing I say you could learn on that is how the map closes. Because it, um, it has a certain pattern, and if you learn how that pattern works, then it starts becoming like mental chess against everybody in the lobby. You want to try to get to this, you want to try to get to like the sent, um, to the to the last ring as as soon as possible after getting as much gear as you can. You're trying to um, stay on a strong position in every location, and in order to be able to win your ones or you win your um, win your fights against two or three people, and um, so it's a lot of positioning and planning ahead. Um, a, a lot of positioning and planning ahead will reward you. Plus gun skill, if you're really good at if you feel like you're really good at tracking people or. Um, or you're pretty accurate with like um, burst damage, and you can you can snag those headshots. Then you can do real well in the game. But if a team is able to do the same thing you're doing, but they know how to get to a like get to the most advantageous advantageous position, you're gonna have to work twice as hard to kill them because they basically beat you at chess. They got you checkmate. And I. The one game that used to make me feel that way was Rainbow Six Siege, where like if you got a team knowing what they're doing and you can lock down a site or lock down sites appropriately, that then it be, then you basically start um, you start basically putting pieces in your you start putting you start stacking um, cards in your favor to be able to fight the enemy team, and <clears throat> if you do it incorrectly, then they can just walk in and take over. Or, but if they if you do it correctly, then they 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 can't even get it like <laughs> without like a last yeah. dish, a last ditch effort, and I used to play a lot of Siege until um um something made me fall off a of Siege. I don't remember what exactly, um um but it's a uh, it's not the same beast anymore. I feel like it's a lot. It rewards more. Uh, it's more reaction based and rewards um it rewards like how to explain it. It rewards. More reaction based. As a reaction based shooter, is very it rewards basically knowing how to flick to a headshot. Uh, more than it rewards like thinking ahead of time and trying to build the uh, trying to build build the cards in your favor or trying to um, stack your attacking team to be able to create an a uh, create a uh, a guaranteed avenue of attack. Um, that's the best way I can explain it, and I, that's where. Um, my little brother used to like jump in and out, and I go by his word because he's he basically I taught him how to play like me, so he he doesn't play the he can play the game as a reaction shooter because he played he basically grew up on Call of Duty all the Black Ops and all the all of them basically, and that's all it is is reaction based is like you first one to get the get the shot and then get the um keep the shots on the enemy wins in that in that game, um that's why you can run around with a knife and still do good, <laughs> you have to just get the drop on them. Um, so he was playing Siege like that until he realized that if he wanted to, he, he got him, he basically grinded himself up to Diamond in there, or Platinum, one of the two, by himself, with Randos, because he learned how to, he learned how to think ahead, and that's why I play Apex with him, because it's, it's a lot of the same thing, except he's still very aggressive in reaction, he still has that reaction time, 
I got off topic. I could talk forever. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to stop me. <laughs> no, I was letting you go, bro. You were just talking. I was letting you go. Yeah. That's, and that's why I say that Call of Duty is like, um, that's why I say Call of Duty is on my radar now because it has like that ground war type dings. But oh, it has, did you see the, to bring, did you see what? the whole thing with the, um, how they did, they took over like the Battlefield 5, how there's tanks. Yeah. yeah I love that game. Oh, dude. Yeah. So like, like that's, um, that scratches an itch because we used to play, me and my brother used to play a lot of Battlefield 1 and that was like the last one that we actually like held, we actually played a lot of. And it was a lot of fun. Like, um, it's just it feels like um, it feels like they they forgot that they they had a, a working. It's like they had the perfect recipe, and then they're like, "But I'm tired of this." So I'm gonna add some. I'm gonna take some stuff away and add some garbage. And then they kept doing that. They was like, "Ah, I like this new recipe," and everybody's like. We want the original. That's what they did. Yeah, they brought it back for Battlefield Five, and it was really good. I really liked Battlefield Five. Me and Joey played it a lot last year together. Yeah, but it's a uh, yeah. This is, and that's I wasn't really much of a Battlefield player, but like it was one of those things that I did like. We did uh, we would keep in our radar if we thought it was going to be really good. And one sold us. One was good. I liked the story and I liked everything about it. Um, Battlefield Five was that the World War Two one or? Yes. The World War Two. From my, okay, I played that one, and all yeah, I remember, <laughs> all I remember was a guy was one guy who basically was playing since like beta with an SMG, just basically charging every every trench, um, and basically killing all the lobby by himself, and everybody else who didn't know how to play, who was trying to play like a class based. Shooter was being destroyed by him because he's just running around with an SMG, just <laughs> just just mowing everybody down, and he he basically didn't need any help. It was a weird gun. Yeah, I have to I have to take a look at that. I think the only thing I did like about that was um, um it had a very much like a player driven map. Um, um. Uh, map building and I, I I like that in concept but they don't let you build anything semi-permanent they always just make you something that just can be easily destroyed and then you have to like go back and do it again and um, that's where I come into like thinking the best thing you can do in that situation is like give, give uh, like give the engineering class the ability to build something semi-permanent and Everybody else just be able to put sandbags so that the semi-permanent prop um thing is becomes an actual hard point and um you would need an engineer to keep it going, yeah. and then um uh, but then it becomes a greater feat to like um rally the tanks to it or rally the support into like knocking out a hard point so that you can get a uh, so you can get the so you can push in and take the advantage and things like that and you you're trying to do the same thing um. But that's just that's just me. I like to think about stuff like that. Um, I feel like they left me alone. I'm here. Give me a minute. <laughs> uh, good, because I was like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> I'm running out of stuff. I think I've said my piece. <laughs> um, I, 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 outside of that, um, what sorry. Do you guys... I'm back. What do you guys, um, what do you guys think about the community event? Telesto, Telesto, Telesto. Um, Creeper, you want to talk about it? Because I know you've been 
Well, it was there we go. recently it, uh, confirmed that it wasn't an event. It was just a little thing that they decided to do to have some fun. Because they already, they on their Twitter, mm -hmm. and in-game, they actually released the code when you would log in. Yeah, so but it's, we don't know that that's... When does Bungie ever be straightforward with us? Never. They never do. That's the thing. It might be an event. We just they're just saying they're just trying to shade it off right now. Probably, but for the time being, from what we know of, there is going to be an actual community event this season, and we have and a lot of people suspect that it's going to be about like help rebuilding something. That's all we know so far. Uh, I'm just gonna say it now. Like, if you're trying to keep up with the Celesto event, it's gonna get spoiled. Um, cause uh, from understanding from Astacross, he he went and put out a video like, "Oh, look at the community event, guys. What are we? What's gonna happen? Is it gonna happen?" They said it's not, but we had found information about like, uh, basically we we're supposed to help that Lixney quarter. Yeah, it's yeah. already on YouTube, so we can talk about it basically. Yeah, so yeah it's already it's... out there, and it's like. Um, and a lot of people aren't on here because of the newer uh, newer games. It's like basically the AAA season right now, so it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not feeling too bad about talking about it. Um, oh, I got the, I I got it. Nice. So far, I'm excited to see what how uh, to play Iron Banner again because they said they 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 actually finally uh, found they fixed it. Oh, which yeah. is which is actually gonna be fun now because. Uh, well, it's fixed, and it's not going to be broken for no reason. Go ahead and go into depth on the fixing uh, creeper for the people. Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't supposed to give extra points when you would kill a uh, someone that was on a higher streak. It wasn't supposed to do that, but now they, they fixed that, so now it's going to be giving the correct points when you kill someone with a high streak. Oh. For the, uh, the, the eruption... Uh. Yeah, yep. eruption game mode. So yeah, because from my understanding, a lot of people were not happy with it because uh, it was, it was like, um, you you got punished for doing good because every time they got they they would kill you, you basically juice the the enemy team, yeah. and um, so a lot of like players who will play to win, <laughs> of course that doesn't feel good. Like ah yes, I'm doing good, but then they get one like one super and now they're caught up immediately. And, uh, yeah, that's kind I, of annoying. That was the hardest and thing I, about the game mode. Yeah, and I get that. That makes sense. Can, another thing. Can we talk about when there was a, the Lucky 10P guy, when he was playing? Can we talk about uh, when he was in, like, the Dreadnought for King's Fall? There were just a random, like, uh, platforms that just went to a random wall. Yeah, that, no, um, I know about that, Creeper. So that was in D1. So that used to be for the Calcified Fragments. They just didn't take out the game. That's all. Oh, uh, so they like copy so pasted it? When they, no, they actually can't copy and paste anything from the older Destiny. Um, but it just they just left it in there. I wonder if they're leaving it for something specific. No one knows. But like that's just I when they probably were bringing it all over, they just like put it there because it was originally in the Dreadnought. Yeah, that's my thought on that. Okay. Well, but yeah, it is there because I did it the other day because when the whole Telesto, Tele, Telesto thing came, um, I was in the Dreadnought shooting it around because I'm like, oh, what about that one spot you can go and walk on 
that was in the old D1. They just didn't take it out. What if it was something specific like that we needed for it? Yeah, it wasn't. It's just a wall. I just oh, man. Gotta, I'm just trying to play Gambit for my seasonal challenges. I just got a text saying that, nice hack, I hope you get banned. There's no In Gambit? Way. I'm using ta the black talent, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm using a fusion rifle, a, a cyber, and black talent. <laughs> it's Gambit. I, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do it. But uh, it's only because I've played so much Gambit since uh, the season of the Drifters. Like my brain's like, you've had enough. <laughs> Every time you come here, you have to play to win. It's 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 uh, it's just how it is nowadays. <laughs> so you're not gonna enjoy it. You go in there and you have to win. And I'm like, oh. Uh, I got oh. reported. I'm guessing, bro. That's yeah, okay. Oh my god. Um. I, that does bring a good point. I do miss the community events because, like, for example, back in Shadowkeep, what kept Shadowkeep alive for me was that mysterious event with like the infinite, with the infinite forest, um, like with the pathways, the gateways through time, or what was it called? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Season of Dawning. Yeah, in the Season of Dawn, there was a there's a an event where basically you can go into like the the corridors of time. I think that was that's the name. My last that's the last my last guess. It could be completely wrong. <laughs> and you can legitimately just like go. Or it was just like um, rooms with some vex that are caught in time from the future and the past and the present. Um, but those rooms they would lead eventually to an end if you went through a few enough of the doors. And it was. It became a giant community event where people were legitimately just building maps um, of how many doors to go through. Like, take a left door, take a right door um, here, take a left door here, go forward, go back, and things like that. And it was um, it was a lot of fun. And um, I remember, I remember like, keeping up with it the entire time until everybody, until we, the community solved it. And once they solved it, then it was a it was a matter of just like being a be part of the know to get the be able to get the emblem, then be able to get there to get the um, the bastion first and things like that. Yeah. Um, and it was and that was a that was really cool and that's to me what helped keep Destiny alive during Shadowkeep when, uh, basically they had to make they had to make uh they had to continue making content for the game even though they had no more support. Um. <clears throat> now everyone's just on the. Fortnite season type deal and just like call it a day. Yeah, and it's like uh, I wouldn't say to call it a day because like they're doing really like it, come on like you can't compare the our seasonal story to a Fortnite seasonal story. Well, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, but like everyone, <laughs> every single game is leaned towards that. Well, it's, it's a it's a money maker. <clears throat> That's Destiny why. survived. <laughs> Destiny survived. Then and then and then thrived. It got to, it, it partnered with like a major. A console company, Sony, and um, Sony, and it's not, and, and Sony is always like they, doesn't just make consoles; they make all kinds of things. They don't have their fingers in one pot, and um, <clears throat> it's a lot of uh, it's a lot <clears throat> to me. Oh my god, um, it's a lot of a lot of cool comes from that. Um, yeah, I agree. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a good good step, but I just hate the seasonal like what's it called. Mode. Like, not seasonal modes, but just seasonal, like, how they set it up. It's just annoying. Yeah. I, I like it mainly because it's, like, uh, it lets me go at my I go at my pace. And I, it's it's basically the story game that, that's making me... 
it's a story game. It's basically scratching the story game itch because there's not many that have interest to me that's come out. Yeah, the um, lore in um, Destiny is crazy. Yeah, and it's like it's and since they have everything, they can just keep building off of. Um, I was like, why not just keep doing? Just uh, let just let them keep doing it, doing what they're doing best, and they're getting better and better at it. Um, the only aspect I always have a problem with is like sometimes they make the bad decision in how to give us the story, like how to feed it to us. Because um, like the season of. Uh, the haunted was like that was a slog getting through because of, and it's just because it was like tied completely to the public event and <clears throat> the oh my the, gosh don't even get me started and that public events sometimes uh, you sometimes you got lucky and there's people there trying to grind it out and sometimes it was just one person sometimes it was just you by yourself having to get to, having to duke it out with everything and um that public event was so annoying yeah that's a that's what's uh. And that, and that was the biggest criticism I had from it. I liked how they did this one because Catch Crash is fun. Um, Expeditions is. Oh, uh, Expedition makes me wanna cry. Yeah, well, it's because like I feel like the Expeditions. It's too slow. Huh? Expeditions is too slow for me. Yeah, I, and I get that, but to me, I can turn my brain off on Expeditions mainly because uh, it has a it's. It's not long. It's slow, but it's not long comparatively to doing a public event. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah, I see. It's like because like if you because if you have an efficient team like that is, and 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 are willing to stand there and throw the the treasure balls in, you can get that down and like you can get that down quickly. But like <clears throat> in the public event, even if everybody was like duking out, killing everything efficiently, like it's there was a little there's a few get every boss had a gate. Uh, a damage gate at half health, so you end up having to like melt them twice to and do that three times until the last boss has like four damage gates. Yeah. Um. And I would, and so no matter if you, uh, no matter how fast you try to like melt them through it, then it was a, it wasn't a, uh, it was you were basically um stopped. Like so, I think the public event wouldn't have been that bad. Now just now that I say that, I don't think the public event uh, on the haunted. Wouldn't it be that bad if you could melt them immediately, <laughs> um, because we're there killing nightmares. We're there being the reaper, us reaping them immediately. That wouldn't feel out of place, especially if we're trying to take control of that of the derelict, uh, the derelict um, ship itself. Leviathan. Because, yeah, Leviathan. My God, my brain. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yep. you, guys. Because uh, then. Uh, especially since like we banished Callus to the witness. Now that the ship is derelict, you should take away the damage gates and just let us just melt the bosses. Just, just. Um, and if they did that, then that that would make going back in there like grinding out for like the opulent keys or the or the stuff for the, the severance missions. It wouldn't be as bad because if you just get a good team of three, just melt each uh, melt each boss. Um, you get in there quick. Uh, you get in there quick, in and out quickly. Um, I mean, no, I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> I'm gonna claim it if they ever do it. I, I'm gonna claim that was my idea. If they're listening to us. <laughs> Fix what? The, if they uh, if they take the damage gates on the bosses on the haunted on the on the castellum on the Leviathan, on all mm -hmm. the, and basically let us so that whenever we get to the point where like the bot like the 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 heavy nightmare that has the damage gate. 
um, make it so that we can just melt them immediately and not have to worry about doing it like X, Y, and like so many times. It's Fern's idea. I guess it's all. I can then say. it would make it. It make going back there to get like the last of your red red border weapons to, um, less of a snooze fest. And I think that would be the only thing they would need to change to make that a, a okay activity. And you can make it like a time limit. Like if they can't do if they can't do it before like the you can make it you can put like a like a like I don't know like. Uh, for like a two-minute timer, and if they can't kill it within two minutes, then once you hit the halfway health, then it gets its damage gate. I mean, that could be that could make sense, yeah. Because, yeah, cause like what's happening is like you see those those uh, those darkness uh, polyhedrons. I don't know, I don't know what they're called. Like the things that you shoot inside the vow. Oh, oh, um, 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 um. um. Darkness Diamonds. Yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> Are those like um, any official names for them? Nope, I nope. just made that up. <laughs> I call them Polyhedron because it's moving. <laughs> I Dark. The, like, I would usually, I want to call the Black Ball Bagel. Okay. Um, but, um, speaking of bagel, Creeper would like to do a, he wants to start doing a weekly bagel because he's eating a bagel right now. Surprise. Yeah, I know, right? Creeper and his bagels. Um, so, what is the weekly bagel today, Creeper? A uh, melted cheese bagel with sour, uh, like sourdough. Hmm. I don't know. I make my own bagels for no reason. That's why we call you Bagel Boy. Um. <laughs> well, there. still here. I don't know. Jeremy, how's that boss fight going? That that's that can get us into our next point, God of War. Jeremy. He's either going to come back very happy or he's going to come back very mad. Or not at all. The second one. Oh, he was a little heated before the podcast started. Oh, I bet you. 100 Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. I hear them playing in the... It's like a lot of people are having fun. Uh, My streamers that I watch, um, Tomato Gaming, he does not need need no... I want to watch it's funny to me <clears throat> yeah yeah he was talking about like he was talking about like he was, apparently it was too easy until he stopped using a mechanic in the game then he was like nah nah it was like gonna work I'd be like oh okay <laughs> um I can't wait to play it I have been waiting I'm gonna start it tonight so we'll see how that goes yeah I'm amazing but I- Fern you're <laughs> lagging a little bit man Ooh, okay. That's weird. Sorry about that. No, you're all good. I was just letting you know. But, like, um, overall, I hope it's going to be really fun. I've heard a lot of good stuff right now. It already, like, I've heard that it already has, like, game of the year and stuff. Like, that's how good this game is. So, looking forward to it. Jeremy wants to watch my gameplay, and I'm also going to be streaming it. Uh, Also... This weekend, I am getting an Elgato. It is my 21st birthday this weekend. Ah. Oh. Oh. So, nice. uh, Saturday, I'm going to be a whole new man, basically. <laughs> and then we, once he becomes a brand new man, a new a hamster is going to take over the podcast. That doesn't no. make any type of sense, Creeper. No. Exactly, the whole time. No. 
Yes, Bernie. No. Yes. <laughs> I, we, we can't have... Uh, this is not Overwatch. <laughs> no, not the... Dude, the glitch on the ham... The, the hamster guy in Overwatch is just stupid. Where you would use like a couple of abilities and, you, and it just decreases your maximum health for no reason. <laughs> That's why you don't use the hamster guy. Exactly. Speaking of Overwatch, Fern, you have been playing a lot of Overwatch competitive and Overwatch 2. That did drop uh, very, just... very, very recently. I am... Uh, I have nothing to say about it. I am really bad at that game. I just can't right. get... I can't do... I can't get the numbers up. I just can't. I just... But I blame it on, like, the fact that I've never played it. And I'm being... I'm basically being hard-carried by everybody who's actually played it and played competitive. So I think I'm being stuck with people that that know how to play the game, but I'm still like, oh, I, I like this, how this character looks. <laughs> I, I don't know how this stuff works. I'm, now I'm dead. Alright, I'm going to spend that 20 minutes, I'm going to spend uh, basically 70% of the match just walking back to the fight, getting bodied, going walking back to the fight. Yeah, uh, that I'm is... bad at it. <laughs> I... can, we, can we talk about Junkrat doing around 120 damage for no reason with one shot? I don't know what you're talking about. If you're talking about that tire, that's his alt. No, no, no. His regular shot. I was playing Genji. He has a maximum of 200 health. I get shot yeah. by it once, and it just gets decreased to 80. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's an explosive. It's, a, it's basically a, a fuck a. Well, it's a curse. It's a grenade. It's basically a bomb, and he only gets five shots. So if he hits you, and they bounce off walls, and they move slowly. And you hear them because they 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 tick like little tin cans. So like if he hits you with them, then you're gonna be punished. He's DPS for a reason. Mm. It's like it's just that if you don't get close enough to get hit by them, I I realize that, or don't go into close quarters with him because he doesn't get hurt by them, but you will. Oh, hundred percent. There's it a few things I've learned in that game. Uh, one, I'm trash at it. Two, um, I think uh, I don't think um, it rewards a, it rewards a lot of good aim, but it also rewards uh, good positioning and hunting down like uh, any of the healers. And, and then, if you kill a healer on that game, you can basically kill the whole team within a couple yeah, seconds. It's, yeah, it's a it's insane. And if the healer is bad, like I am. And it's like it's a joke. Team, you basically get a run the lobby. So I stopped playing healer. I'm playing DPS. No, not DPS. I'm playing uh, tank, so that I could take enough damage to figure out how everybody else, everybody else plays. And that's okay though. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so um, we are going to wrap up this podcast. Um, sorry, it was really, that was really like sudden. I. Did not see we were we where we were at on time, but we're gonna, <laughs> are gonna uh, wrap up this podcast. Um, we hope to see you guys back next week. Next week it's going to be even better with the stuff that's coming out on Destiny. Hopefully we are getting that a uh, public event, that like live public event for the community. That'll be fun. Um, also, with that being said, Destiny's just supposed to be popping off basically with a whole bunch of stuff that's coming out. So that's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, expect a nice podcast next week and we're going to be ready to talk to everyone about everything that's going to destiny. You right today. It was a little bit of Telesto. Also, I got my, uh, bungee bounty. Don't know when I'm getting the actual emblem, but I did get that. I was very excited about that. 
Just want to throw that out there. But yeah, so um. Just double check to make sure you redeemed it on yeah, I know. Uh, budget on that. And if not, it may just already be inside your emblem slot. You just have to go find it. Yeah, I know. I have to look. One. I have to look at the bungee bounty. I don't know how to get it. Last one of my friends, I have it. That works. I know a lot. A lot of people, my friends, have it. But yeah, so that's the end of the podcast. I hope you all had a good one. Yeah. So take care. Stay safe. Enjoy your holidays. Have fun.